Hey, it's Caitlin, and you're listening to High Gems Podcast. So we are officially on episode nine, I want to think, and you all won't be hearing this podcast until this podcast episode until, let me see my phone, I think until like July or August, I want to say August, um, but yeah, so y'all won't be hearing this until August. Um, due to my commitment to doing one podcast a month this year. It is February 26, 2019, and it is lit, y'all. God has been speaking to me. He has been giving me content. He has been dropping some gems in my life, and so I feel inspired to um, pass them along, to pay it for it, as you always should. And so I want to talk to you guys today about decision making, right? Um, I am at a season in my life where I sort of hit a fork in the road because at the beginning of January, I made the decision to move out by June 1st, right? And how I came to that decision is because I felt as though, and I still feel that I am ready to leave the nest. The other day, my friend and I were talking and we were discussing the move and I told her how I felt conflicted about it, y'all. I was approved of the apartment, but instead of feeling, um, you know, excited and full of joy, I just felt so much fear and confusion. I actually told her that I, um, when I, when I got off the phone with the lady, I like wrote in my journal, like, now God, why am I moving again? (laughs) Um, and mind you, like I said, I came up, I decided this in January, the beginning, the beginning of January, and it's only the end of February. So already like my emotions and my mindset has, has sort of shifted from, uh, moving out to kind of contentment where I'm at. And so I was telling her how I just felt like, you know, I feel confused. I feel conflicted. And I just miss the the girl who was ambitious, the girl who saved diligently for a car, the girl who paid her bills on time all the time and whose credit score was always on fleek. Like it was lit. And so she started telling me about her situation and why she decided to leave home, um, even though that, you know, it wasn't the most ideal time for her to leave. She decided to leave. And so she said that she could not thrive in her comfort zone. Y'all, my computer is acting real stank right now and it is getting on my nerves. I just have to stop recording and figure out What's going on with this computer? It needs to get his life and stop playing with me. Okay. Anyway, like I was saying, so my friend, she told me that how she just could not survive in her comfort zone. And so I was so happy when she said that because that was exactly what I was feeling. Like I just can't survive in my comfort zone. And I was telling my um, sister earlier how I just felt that because I live at home, I'm sort of dependent and I have fallen into this dependent mindset on my family and my friends and and those who care about me. So let me rewind back to a couple of weeks ago. I filled out the application finally and I turned it in. And so when I turned it in, the lady said that 
I would be put on a wait list. And so I felt like, okay, cool, because now, you know, I have six months to get everything together. So, you know what? This is just a grace period for me and a time for me to just prepare myself emotionally and mentally and financially and to um, utilize that faith that God has given me. And so after turning in my application, not even a week later, the lady has called me and told me that she has an apartment ready for me. And that happened today. And so I, y'all, I just felt so freaking conflicted. I felt like, whoa. (laughs) And so typically, you know, if circumstances were different, I would feel like, yes, like, this is for me, like God has made a way, like God just came through earlier than expected, but that's not the case because I just feel like it's being brushed. And although I know that God will take care of me if I was to move out three months earlier than expected, I don't want my first time moving now or living on my own to be Rushed. I don't want to have to scrape up money or to try to hurry up and and figure out this process. Like, I want this process to go smoothly, especially because I have the opportunity to. Like, my mother, and I'm so grateful to her, she's not rushing me out. She's not pushing me out. I just feel like I it's time for me to leave um, in order to sort of gain my financial integrity back in my my just my independence back really um to to thrive like I said I can't thrive in my own comfort zone I have been spoiled these past couple of years (laughs) y'all and so with all of that fear and confusion that I was confronted with today after I got the phone call that she had an apartment ready for me I was like okay it's one thing that I know is that Fear cannot stop me. So, God, I need you to tell me if this is my time. It doesn't feel like my time. It feels rushed. It feels thirsty. But I need you to come through and I need you to tell me. I need you to speak to me. And so I I felt kind of inspired to write a blog post in that moment because I just felt like it was a great time for me to sort of analyze this decision-making process, to analyze what it really felt like to be at a fork in the road Um, having to make a big life decision. And so I just want to say also that I am so grateful for the type of friends that I have. Like my friend, I called her on the phone and I was telling her about um, the fact that I had just been told that there was an apartment ready for me to move in, like literally today. And her energy was just like, okay, you need to be still be calm and remember the plan. And so she sort of redirected me mentally and emotionally and helped me to uh, sort of, what I want to say, she kind of helped me to dissect what I was feeling and give me that support that I needed in that moment because I really didn't know what to do. Like, what I wanted was being handed to me, but it wasn't being handed to me when I asked God to hand it to me. When I sat down and I wrote out my prayer about what I wanted to do as far as like moving out, I gave God a list of things that I wanted and 
I gave him a timeline as well. And it's like, okay, do I take this bait that I'm being handed? Do I take this as God's way of saying, no, right now is the time to do it? Or do I say no and stick with my original plan? Um, Because reality is that I'm not ready. And so I remember a few months ago, I brought this same thing up to my therapist and, and she told me, you know, and she told me that I need to stop and look at the facts first. Um, you know, do I have the finances to, do I have the money to move out? Do I know where I'm going to move out? Like, am I really ready to move out? And so three months earlier than when I said, no, I am not ready to move out. And so I end up telling the lady, no. Um, but the thing with me is that whenever I come to these big life decisions, there's always a battle between faith and fear. Fear is all is the false evidence appearing real. But like many things, it's easier said than done, right? Those things are like little cute little quotes and all, but how am I supposed to apply these things to this real, very real life moment right now? And this is what I'm analyzing in that blog post that I would love for you guys to read. Like, I'm literally trying to understand how am I supposed to make this decision? What am I supposed to do at this fork in the road? I mentioned before on the podcast that what really matters in life is the journey in between the beginning and the end. I don't think that God is as concerned with the choices we make as much as he is concerned with our character. We can be so focused on trying to make the quote unquote right decision when God is telling us that either way we go, he will be with us and he will never leave or forsake us. So... At times like this where I am at a fork in a road, I have learned to put my eyes on God and to remember that it's not about the decision so much as it is about me being the clay on the potter's wheel, right? It's about me being transformed into this beautiful pottery. If you have ever watched the movie Wizard of Oz, then you remember when Dorothy meets the scarecrow scarecrow at the fork in the road, right? And Dorothy asks, now, which way do we go? And the scarecrow, he points in one direction and he says, that way is very nice. And then he points in the opposite direction and says, it's pleasant down that way too. And then he points in both directions and says, but of course people do go both ways. That's the trouble. I can't make up my mind. I haven't got a brain. Y'all, that's such a great analogy when it comes to decision making, because in this scene, we see how when we are at a fork in the road, we have and we have these big life decisions to make. It really doesn't matter which way we decide to go as long as we use our brains, as long as we make wise decisions instead of standing around like scarecrows with no brain, just pondering our lives away. Right. We were given the freedom to choose. It would be a shame for us to not make a decision at all because we are afraid or to make an unwise decision based on fear or being thirsty. Me being given the option to move out three months ahead of time felt thirsty. It felt like I was making a decision based out of fear. Um, And I, I, I told my friend on the phone, I said, what if... I am missing this opportunity. What if this is my only chance of getting 
um, the apartment that I've been asking God for. And at the same time, as I was saying that, I remember that what is for me is for me. It won't pass me by. I don't have to be thirsty. I don't have to um, step out of alignment of God's will or or what I or of what I've asked God for in order to get what I've asked God for. I don't have to be thirsty for that. I don't have to make um, hasty decisions based on fear. And so that is my message to you all today that, you know, you guys need to remember that when we have to make these big life decisions, think about how you're feeling before you make that decision. If you're thirsty about it, if you feel like this is your last chance, your last opportunity, then maybe you need to step back and reevaluate some things before you make that final decision. What I realize is that it's not the fact that we don't have to choose or that we don't know what to choose. It's the fact that we don't know how to choose. What determines our decisions all depends on what or who we set our eyes on. And I just want to make note that when I came to this clarity, when I came to the decision to say no, it wasn't passive. I had, I talked, I prayed, I talked to my friend, I looked up scriptures, I wrote about it. Um, I really, before I told that lady no, I really had to sit back and evaluate and analyze and allow God to speak to me, like give God a chance to speak to me before I, I spoke. And so um, when I was writing out the blog post, I came across this another blog called 10 Biblical Principles for Decision Making, which I will link in, link in the description. And this, oh my goodness, y'all, that blog post, when I tell y'all, y'all need to read that. If you have issues with making decisions, you need to read that blog post. It has literally, it is so clarifying, y'all. 10 Biblical Principles for Decision Making. It is so good. But I found this scripture and it's, it's Proverbs 19.2 and it says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to advantage, but everyone who is hasty comes surely to poverty. And I didn't know what hasty meant, so I googled it and it means excessive speed or urgency. And so I reread the scripture, the, I'm sorry, I reread the scripture and it says that the plans of someone who is hardworking will have the advantage, but the one who is thirsty will have poverty. Okay. Speak to me then God. <laughs> and so I think back to a previous episode where I talked about how we have to do our part and I know good and well that I have not been doing my part and I have not been diligent. Um, I have not been diligent enough to make this hasty decision, okay? And on top of that, like I said, it feels like I'm being thirsty. It feels like a thirsty moment. Like it, it just feels rushed. It just, it does not feel like my time. And so after reading that, that scripture, I instantly knew what to do, y'all. It was like the answer was just like right there. I got so excited. I just started like, yes, God. I just started like typing real fast and just like, who? Because at that moment, I knew exactly what to do. And I was like, ooh, I got so excited because I'm like, maybe this is what they mean when they say, um, 
when they say that when you seek God, he will answer because that was, that was plain and clear right there. That was plain and clear, especially for that moment that I was, where I was at a, a, at a fork in the road. In this season, in this season, I have given myself six months to take a leap. And anything before that is just hasty because I know that moving out is not a, it's not a simple life decision. Just because something comes up that is exactly what you want, you still have to remember that the enemy hears your desires too. God doesn't want us rushing into anything. And it's important to know when to say no. Y'all, we have to learn to yield in the face of opposition and victory. Okay, because like I said, the enemy will take our... He will take our desires and he will use them against us. He will use them as bait. God is not the author of confusion, nor does he do anything out of order or in haste. I told my friend that I was afraid that this opportunity would pass me up, but it won't. Remember, what's for you is for you and it will not pass you up. The worst time to make a decision is when you are feeling thirsty or hasty. It's the perfect bait. The perfect bait the enemy uses to get us into situations that would set us back. And he also tempts us with our desires and uses fear to manipulate us. When we are faced with these big life decisions, which we all will be, and we find ourselves at these crossroads, there are two things that I want to offer One, we have to apply biblical principles. And two, we must remember that feelings are not. We don't have to believe every thought we think or every emotion we feel. We are not scarecrows. We have a brain that God has given us to use. So we must use it um, to make these wise decisions and not ponder our lives away. And I want to leave you all with this final thought that we must have faith. Faith that no matter what decision we make, God will be with us every step of the way. Thanks for listening. Bye.